Hello and welcome, Monday Club, back in the studios now, or basically, well, the shed and, <laughs> and the office. Yeah, man, so uh, I'm not working away anymore, so I'm not working in Nico, so we're doing it back in the old, uh, the old Zoom land. Back to, back to basics, mate. So tonight we're going to be talking about working with injuries. Um, I've done a poll on it this week and it turns out a lot of people have done it, like... Because most of us are self-employed, um, and you just got to go work, you know. Like, there's got can't really have the time off, can I? Nope, nope. Um, yeah, obviously, yeah, people that like watch my channel know that I ruined my back last year, didn't I? I was off work properly for about six weeks. Now, before we get into it, Nick, a quick message from our sponsor, Life Audio Bluetooth speakers. Now, they are doing an installer scheme at the moment. So become a registered installer. Um, get your free merch. So your Life Audio stickers, your Life Audio pens, beautiful Life Audio t-shirt that I'm too fat to fit in. And uh, to do that, just send an email. And the email will be below and in the show notes. Back to the show. What's wrong with you today? A bit low energy. So if anyone's was wondering, I, I was in Birmingham yesterday for my birthday celebrations and I honestly have never been so hungry in my life. I've literally sat still all day but we had to get up, get a train back, get a taxi, pick the kids up and I, <laughs> I am not a well person. because I don't really is... get hangovers. Now I've always been alright but today I just it's, it's got me. It's got me good but I'm, I'm going to try and chip up a little bit. Yeah, you need to fix up, man. So this oh, yeah. week, so wait, was it? When was it? So Monday, bank holiday Monday, right? Yeah. So where I live, there's like a little, I don't know, it's like a, used to be an old manor house. And then now they have like farm animals there. There's a farm shop there. There's like all kinds of little things there in like yeah. this place. It's called Quex Park. So you go in uh, Quex Park and there's a farm shop there. So if you go and park in the farm shop, there's goats on the other, like that just sort of walk around on the other side of the fence. Two goats, a white one and a black one. Anyway, the black one always gets his head stuck in the fence. So, you know, I I help him get it out, and then we feed him we feed him some like carrots and stuff. Like you go and buy some 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 veg from there, and then you feed them to the uh, to the goats. Anyway, this day I go there. And the black one's already stuck in the fence, and I can't quite reach him. So, uh, like Harper's obviously looking at him, going, "Oh, Daddy, fix the goat, fix the goat." Fix oh, the goat. Okay, wait there then. So I'll go to jump over the fence. Now I easily clear the fence, right? I'm clearing the fence easy, but as I'm clearing it, the fence breaks. Oh no! And I was, and now I'm not clearing it. So I reached my foot out and I landed all odd because it's like a banked hill and I landed all odd and I fell over the fence, kind of bent my leg in a funny way, hit my head on the ground, sort of laid there and I was like, oh wow, what is going on with my leg? And from the knee down, it was just pure pins and needles and pain. Ugh. And I was like, oh wow. I've... And I sort of moved my fat butt, like I'd landed in stinging nettles. As oh, well. nice. So one leg was in stinging nettles, just stinging away. And I'm trying to move my leg. And this woman comes running over and she goes, are you okay? And I'm like, Amanda's laughing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And I, I don't want to move because I think my leg's broke now. 
I, I legit think my legs broke. And uh, <laughs> she goes, do you need a medic? And I'm like, no, 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 I, I'm, I'm fine. I just, uh, yeah, I'm fine. She goes, well, you're not moving. I'm like, you know, you're like, no, I'm not moving. No. Give me a minute, please. <laughs> like, I, just give me a minute. I'll be all right. She goes, I'll get you a medic. I'll get a medic. And I, and I, and I, was, and I was thinking, bitch, it's not Vietnam. I don't need a medic. I need an ambulance and an airlift. <laughs> anyway, so I'm laying there. And anyway, I, I managed to, I'll go to get up and I'm like, wow, wow. I can't feel my toes. I thought I definitely broke my leg. I've definitely yeah. broken it. So anyway, I start feeling down my leg to see if there's any sort of sign of breakage. I'm like, well, no, there's no sign of breakage, but I legit can't feel my toes. I was like, oh, man, this is bad. Anyway, hoist myself up. Fence is all broken. Sheep's running around my head. And I'm like, oh, all right. so I get up and I get back. I get back home and it's not broken. I can walk on it, but I can't feel the end of my toes. So, so I, still today, like oh Christ, I, what I've done is I've torn the, the soft tissue, not the muscle, but the soft tissue, like tendons and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. noised all them up and damaged the nerve and that part of the leg. So I've actually got no movement in my toes and oh, I man. can't feel them. And it could take three to six months to come back. <sighs> so that was Monday. And I was like, I've got to go work tomorrow, babe. Like, cause obviously I finished the last job and I, so the last yeah. job, one of the reasons I left, cause I was so, uh, weren't enough dough and stuff like that. And so I started back work and I'm already skint and I'm like, Jesus. I've got to go to work. So being quite fortuitous, I'd bought a pair of those tough built, like articulated knee pads. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You seen them. They are so good. Yeah. So good. And I, and I had a pair of them come and I strapped up my leg hard and I have been literally flat bashing in a, uh, with, with a partially paralyzed foot for a week and it is agony so a couple of days in i go i go to the guy oh, i need to go like get a scan on my foot I'm, i don't know what's going on with it anyway i go to the hospital and they go yeah just take paracetamol and like, ibuprofen you'll be all right i'm like i don't think you understand it's really painful they're like yeah paracetamol is a really good painkiller it's rubbish yeah <laughs> It's with most things that I do now, to, and if I hurt myself, whatever, I don't even bother going. I just deal with it. Yeah. Because. Yeah. So yeah. I, I've um, so I'm banging cocodamol, uh, like yeah, um, and drinking whiskey in the evenings, so that helps. Uh, <laughs> drinking whiskey and taking cocodamol, probably like I don't know the remedy of a hillbilly, but um, probably. Yeah, but it seems to be working it, fine. It, it works. But yeah, so at it the works, moment, it's not stupid. At the moment, I'm I'm working with a chronic limp. Oh dear. I've got another story though, because obviously you hit me. Not going to add much with your. No, no, no. I was like, I was like, it's my bad back and the things that you can, you know, the insurances you get. But the the insurances I've got, um, like you need to be off work for, I think it's three weeks before you can claim and it's it's not a lot like, i didn't even bother going through it all i just couldn't be asked for the hassle oh, what do you pay for like 
yeah injury insurance or whatever it is yeah personal personal cover like business cover this isn't rhino stuff i need to double check because i might be covered with all them i don't know um but i sort of paid for one when i first was self-employed when i played rugby so obviously if i got hurt while i was playing rugby i couldn't be self like work would take a knock-on effect so i paid for all these insurances and i've paid for them now probably for over 10 years i've never claimed off any of it and i probably yeah, I probably just need to cancel it, to be honest. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of things you can get out of there, insurances that you can cover yourself with. So if you are off work for a prolonged period of time, not just like a sprained ankle, but, I mean, let's say you break your, your leg or something. And it I, really feel like, I feel like I'm at that stage now where I might need to start thinking about that. Like, I'm pretty hard. Like, to go work with a paralysed foot, it's not like I've, I've been to work with worse as well, much worse. So... Um, I was having a row with my dad when I was younger, right? And he kicked over my bedside cabinet, as you do. And in like a fit of rage, I, I went to punch it. I was like, you're going to kick it, I'm going to punch it. So I went to punch it, but in my rage, I didn't realise it had fallen over and it was the bottom of it. So the side of the bedside cabinet is about, I don't know, 15 mil thick. But yeah. the bottom of it is two inches thick. Oh, nice. So I, I went to punch it, and it Bang. done nothing, and I broke my hand. Yeah. And uh, so I went to hospital, and I was like, well, there's nothing you can do with that. Um, you're just gonna Paracetamol. <laughs> yeah, paracetamol, <laughs> and you're going to have to be off work for, like, three months. I was like, Brilliant. well, I can't do that. I, I definitely can't do that. So I went home, I went to the shed, and I, <laughs> I, I got a bit of metal, like a bit of alley, and I bent it round. And I cut it out, and I made like a like a splint that went down there. Yeah, yeah. If you even touched it; it was like so much agony. So, no. and and I splinted it, and I wore gloves and a long sleeve t shirt, and I just went to work because mm. if they saw that, you like you ain't working. Like, yeah, yeah. It's the same. Right. You can't drive if you've got a cast on, can you? Insurance is invalid. Is that so, right? Yeah. I wonder what. I wonder if the insurance is valid with a paralyzed toes. God knows, but yeah, no, it's um, it's a big no-no. I mean, when I uh, snapped my foot years and years and years ago, it was in the Isle of Wight, Isle of Man, whatever. And you know what? Two very different places, Nick. I oh, I Isle of Wight. It was the Isle of Wight, and um, yeah, we went tombstoning to so like jump off a pier into the water, but the water was only it was it was pure black water, and I thought it was well deep, and I was about to dive in, and I thought, oh, I'll just I'll jump in first, and it was a good. Let's say it's jumping out of your, you know, first floor. Yeah. And the water was about two foot deep because it was black seaweed. Oh. And as I went down, I, I landed on my foot and my whole body and my weight. And I snapped every single metatarsal in the top of my foot. And then I had to get picked up. Because I was like, as soon as I did it, I was like, oh, you know, you hear a crunch and it's it just this horrible sensation. Oh, oh, I tried to step on it and my foot bent twice. As I went like that, it bent in the middle and then my toes bent. <laughs> I got helped out of the water and I had a cast on for... I've broken loads of bones through rugby and just being an idiot, but that one was like... Where it had swelled up, I also had knuckles on the swelling of each individual break. Oh. But I had, I had to have about five casts on in two weeks because the swelling was so bad. I, had to, I kept having half casts and then they kept having to change them every few days. Oh, wow. That sucked and I couldn't drive. And This is when I was at college and was working at Tesco in the evenings. I had to get the bus on crutches <laughs> on the bus to go to college and then to go to Tesco afterwards. It was awful, but they let, still let me work. They just put me on a little till. I went, yeah, I sit in the corner. Sweet. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Could just pay me to be off. Do you know what I mean? I don't mind that either. Yeah. But um, the worst one was when I broke my wrist. 
So I fell off a set of steps at work, messing about. Well, I wasn't really messing. Up. I, basically, that I had a set of like four treads or five treads, and they weren't really high enough. Yeah. I'm trying to put in the guts of a light fitting, and the um, and I just was standing on the top tread, which is so dumb. I look yeah. back now, and I'll be like, "That's so dumb." But we've all done it. I, yeah, I, I do all the time still. But the the ladders went out, and I put my hand down, and it and it swan necked, and I was like, Ugh. I turned to the guy, and I went. Do you think that's broke or dislocated? And he went, mate, that's fucked. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And I laid it on my on my chest like that, and I laid on the ground and was like, can someone call me an ambulance? <laughs> oh, no. But again, they made they made me this really. I had I had like a normal plaster cast for not too long. Yeah, like maybe three weeks or something. And then I went back and they made me this really sick one, like. They like bent plastic all round, and then they had Velcro straps on it and stuff like that. Mate, that was brilliant. I could I work. Used with the, it. I used to have a strap one that had like a metal plate in here. Yeah, I kept doing my wrist in playing rugby, and it was like I just wore that around loads. That was yeah. brilliant, and it sort of went around there and all that, and it was like, and you couldn't turn your turn your wrist or anything, but you could work. I yeah. worked with that. The problem is with the wrist is your screwdrivers. You just can't do that because. Absolutely kills. But it's my left. So I was sweet. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, mum is my right. So like say now with the bad back as well, which I still have, it has like good weeks and bad weeks, is how many people actually suffer with a bad back? It's so many people. And I need to go see a chiropractor. The doctors did nothing. They didn't send me. I need a scan, I would have thought. I think it's my disc or, or whatever it is. And uh, they just sent me for physio, which was just like, but it hurts. <laughs> Like, don't get me to stretch and do this. It just hurts all the time. Like, but, you know what? Do you know what they reckon though? Um, chiropractor, like chiro- chiropracticing or whatever it's called, is made up. Yeah, I've heard it's a load of nonsense, but I still want to go. Do you know what though? Years ago, when I was lifting weights and stuff, I had one leg stronger than the other, and it threw my back out. All right. And I used, I used to get this terrible shooting pain that was so bad, like I'd fall over, like because yeah. my legs would just stop working. And um, one day it was so bad, I sort of booked an appointment, went to the chiropractor, I said like, oh, my my back keeps having these shooting pains. He clicked me about one session. I walked out there, never never had it again. Yeah, and I've because heard it, so many stories of people saying they just need to, like you say, just readjust, pull, pull joints out where they haven't been pulled out before and just let it sit back. And I hope that'll do the trick. It's going to stay at you. <laughs> Mate, I feel so, I've gone all hot and I just... <laughs> what, what, what I'm so joke. sorry, everyone. I've, I've let you all down. Just, oh, I'm not going to drink ever again. And the annoying thing is, like, I don't really drink very much, even at home. No, you don't. And because it's my, my birthday, I've got like six crates of brew dogs outside. People bought me those little four cans or eight cans of beer. And I honestly looked at this one and thought, I'm just going to throw them in the bin. Like, <laughs> um, I, I don't want to do the drinks again. But, oh, mate, my voice is now going. I just. To be fair, though, um, so just to keep it on topic um, and not bore everyone with how I'm so. Uh, oh, I broke this and I broke that. No, um, I am. Um, so obviously, I left my job now. I'm back in um, in the south. Well, down south in the south coast, 
and um, I have now gone from installing medical imaging devices to uh, to uh, flat bashing. Flat bashing? What do you mean, yeah. just re renovating flats? Well, it's new build flats, um, and it's a project that's stalled a few times. So it's right. stalled during COVID, and then it's stalled because they can't get the materials over, like like for the roof and all, yeah, all kinds I've of stuff. I've heard this like, a lot at the moment. People just yeah. can't import anything. So they've got like pallets and pallets and pallets of plasterboard, but they've got no bricks. Oh, right. And okay. Stuff like that. And like, so it's sort of stalled and they sort of open up a floor and then they get some people in to do it. So I'm snagging at the moment and right. it's just mental. Like these, if, if you're in the market for buying a new build, anything, just don't. Just don't no. buy a new build anything. Because no. it's I'd, I'd so never bad. I a new build house. I would never do it. I'd build my own house, but I'd never buy one from a massive. If it was someone that was had a plot of land and they built four houses on it and it was just one person did the foot, no problem. Yeah. But not a massive no. housing estate. No, because it, they're all done on price. So people think. So I don't, I don't know what you know about price work and stuff on, on like these sort of things. So you get like, I don't know, 600 quid to first fix it. Right. Not a lot get... then. Oh no, like mate, no. But you might be able to do two every day and a half. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, like between two of you, now you're making sensible money for that type of work. Yeah. Um, and then you might get six hundred pounds to second fix it. Like as and when. But what they do is they do a box of everything that goes in that flat. Now invariably what happens is something gets missed out of that box. Someone goes and robs it from that box. You put oh, that box that's been robbed out, and then yeah, so you so you get all set up. You're in the plot. You get all set up, and off you go. And then you're like a shaver socket's missing, yeah. and so it's just you never really win on those sort of jobs. Never yeah. really win. You end up having to go back to do stuff all the time, or you miss things out, or there's an update on the drawings. One of the things that's happened is they're installing. Um, well, the kitchen has been spun around since it was first, um, second fixed. So that they've installed the kitchen the other way around as per the new drawings, but the uh, the first fixed drawings showed it the other way around. Oh, so we're having you to didn't, didn't put the cables in, had you? Yeah, they'd already put the cables in. They'd oh. first fixed it according to the drawings. Then there was an update, and then the kitchen had been second fixed the other way around. So it's just like cutting. That's annoying. <laughs> yeah, but it's not even that, Nick. Cutting holes in the ceiling and down the wall, like patches like that. 20 patches in the room. And, and you're like, this is meant to be a new. And all you're doing is getting some shitty batten, battening it up, then putting the screws yeah. in. It is an absolute patchwork monstrosity. People are paying a lot of money for that. Mate. I like the guy, the snag list eliminator, the guy on TikTok that goes around the Welsh one. Yes, brilliant. Some of the stuff he finds is incredible. I mean, some walls, like four inches out of plumb on the top. and Absolutely shocking, he says, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely shocking. The, um, I'm Scottish then, sorry about that. The, uh, yeah, the wheat vents is a big one, isn't it? Fake wheat vents. Wheat vents, always wheat vents. Corking and silicon in rounded windows, just broken. Or it's always behind a radiator. It's not finished properly. Like, or even when one of the guys took off a bath pan, looked under it, and it was just—it's like they'd swept the entire contents of the house in <laughs> yes. under the bath and then put the bath pan on. 
I was like, fair play. But he must do some checks. Like the stuff he picks up, like going across the far side of the joist, checking the ties. And always checking like how far out the walls are. Sometimes mm. they're out like a good couple of inches from Crazy, top to bottom. Man. It's mad. Yeah. New build properties are literally like, it's a roll in the dice whether you're going to get. A good one. Like, you My, might get... um, I mate years ago, he bought the same estate that Adam's on, but it, it was like the second house that got built. They'd been in, and he'd already gone around, made a snag list like the week before he moved in. They got most of it sorted. First night in, living his life, Mrs. goes, I'm going to go for a bath because they didn't have a bath at the old house. Got out of the bath, come downstairs. He's like, what the hell is that noise? And they never connected up the trap under the bath, so the entire contents of the bath and no! the ceiling on the first night. They had oh. like an oak flooring down, the new sofas, it ruined the telly. Like, they had to move out for a month for it to be fixed, and... They got a lot of money back. A lot. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. See, my mate, he he moved into um it was like an old convent or something that they had redone as he's like bought a real swanky nice house. But he had to keep getting them back to redo the like yeah. where they where they'd done this the ceiling and they plastered the ceiling, it would like when you turn the light on at night, it was like the ocean. You could see it, yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. All kinds of things like that. And you might get lucky with the electrics, but the reality is there's going to be something that's been dodgy in there. Well, something. most of the time, and I've ever looked at you, Adam lives in a new build on that estate, and they're all split low boards, dual RCD. Yes. Yeah. That's what they are. lucky you find an SBD in it, and it's just like, and they're all BG ones as well. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with BG, but you know what I mean? See, but you buy a private house that's been built by a builder, with a couple of them, it's got, the top spec of everything you can find. See, I'll give it to them. They've got Hager boards in this place, which, you know, they're... they're... I think Adam's board is a Hager, but it's a split load as well. But it's split load. There is an SPD in there, but there is like a debate whether split load boards do comply now. I'm pretty sure. You could sway it both ways, but from what I've heard, you've got people saying they don't comply because you haven't got enough selectivity between circuits and everything now. Um, You know... It's selectivity. I feel yeah. like I feel like you're talking sense, Nick. Yeah, selectivity between now you say if, if one thing trips, it takes half the house out. Where's the sense in that now when we've got RCBO boards that are just as cheap or tiny little bit more expensive than a split bow board? Why aren't you fitting RCD boards? RCBO boards, sorry, but yeah, it's down I... to price still. Down to price. Yeah, but I doesn't the new amendment say that you have to fit ASDDs? A. Yeah, type A RCDs, which you can get. Oh, type A RCDs, not. Yeah, I thought it was AFDDs you had to fit now. No, so that AFDDs are for HMOs. Um, pretty sure in a house you don't have it. From what this, I'm only picking up from what Gaz said off Efix. Um, yeah, commercial don't places. Anything like this? Yeah, no, it's it wouldn't affect me, but HMOs, um, commercial, and anything on a 32 amp or above or something like that. In an industrial setting, but mate, I don't know. I don't even kind of spell my own name right now, to be honest. <laughs> the state of it. How have you not had like a coffee fixed up a little bit? Mate, I felt like this. I woke up this morning at six, went and had a shower in the hotel. I thought I'll back, went back to bed, missed breakfast, everything, and then literally That's put a hoodie on. Mean, it? Oh, I was just like, and we've had tried to have a Sunday roast even this evening. And I've just sat there and I had two mouthfuls of gammon and went, nope. See, 
there's no there's no point in like there's no point in being there's no never ever a, a point where I can't eat a Sunday roast. Oh well, this is the first time. This is the worst I've been in so many years. Like, I can drink, and you know people have been out with like I've got a problem with it. But I think it was just mixing stuff last night, and the amount of shots I must have had when everyone buy me one. I was just like. This morning I woke up, I was not human. I was a floating man. How badly are you trying bathroom. to get out of doing the podcast tonight? I, I'm here, aren't I? Yeah, but how many times did I have to phone you? About four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's unacceptable, Nick. I'm sorry, everyone. And I'm we've got to do one down. Next, well. next week will be better. Yeah, it better be. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I've been working in um, doing this flat bashing and stuff. It's quite eye-opening um, because obviously I'm going back to, I'm not going back to commercial industrial anymore. Um, yeah. I'm picking up a little bit of work. I've got a quote to go and do tomorrow. That's exciting. Um, nice. Just some outside lights, just the perfect type of work for me. It's all I really want to do is outside lights. You know, like the, the I won't say easy stuff, but the nicer stuff. I don't want to yeah. do rewires. I'm not interested. No, no, you don't. No, that's, it's too labor intensive but I even now I, I wouldn't recommend anyone do a rewire if you buy yourself I've been there and done it years ago and looking back at it I have no. no idea how I did it no idea no I just want to do like garden lights EV chargers um use board changes. changes yeah yeah, yeah. of course yeah because that's nice work you plot up you do your f- f- uh, fuse board change do it nice everyone's happy do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's very rarely one they go wrong. You test all the circuits first, make sure there's no like dodgy circuit. That because the worst thing is when you do a fuse ball change and then they go, "Well, it worked before. Can't you put the old one back in?" Yeah. No, 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 not this really. This is where you go do your checks beforehand. Yeah, My old yeah, boss yeah. years ago used to come and stick an RCD before a board change, or when he went to quote it, he would stick an RCD in. So if there's Henley blocks or an isolator, he'd put switch it over, check it, it didn't trip. Obviously, instead of testing things, is it's very, very quick to to figure out, and uh, I can never understand why he did it. And then the first couple of board changes I did, where you would share neutral that says now says lights, I go, yeah, that's why he did it. Yeah. Yeah. But then obviously now we test it all and you, you figure it out quite quickly, um, especially with the two of you. Yeah, so for me, that's just what I'm going into now. Um, done, I've done all my flyers. I've got some t-shirts coming. You know, I love a t-shirt. Um, nice. I'm just, it's just really exciting. It's really nice being back home. Um, and like I took the flat bashing job. Um, I made some phone calls. Uh, it's not an agency job, which, cause I, I'm not going back to anything like that. No, I'm done. I just want to do. And so, although this is kind of commercial still, I get the option of, um, well, I get good training. It's good training. Yeah. It's the worst type of work in it. Like, it's the worst type of thing trying to find faults in flats that have just no. been. Oh. And these are brand in your sna- there's faults in brand new flats. Yeah, of course there is. <laughs> They're done on a price. I remember Summer saying to us, didn't she, where she was going to a job where it's just been rewired and they would spend three days fault finding. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's That's been- the problem when you get when you get loads of people in. It's not just like well, you say, what- just two of you. Invariably, what happens is you have a team doing the first fix. And a team doing the second fix. Yeah. Now the team doing the second fix won't do it on a price because stuff's never in. So it's usually like a job in Spark, like an agency Spark or someone like myself, 
who just want to get the job done. So they don't, and then the power's not being turned on yet, so they don't really check it, like any switching and stuff like that. So they just put it in, and put the strappers in, in whatever leave. way, and then, you know, testing to get that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's basically... Oh, good ways to look at it. Well, that's it, that's it, because what you don't want to do is spend, like, a day doing one, like, second fix in one flat, and then the boss come around and go, well... Mikey across the, uh, across the hall from you has done four flats today. You've done one. Yeah, but I've yeah. done one properly. Yeah, but I don't care about that. All I want to see is flats <laughs> checked off my list. Do you know what I mean? That's all they want to see. It is mental. And uh, this week we had the... Um, every single person on that site was doing one floor trying to get it over the line. It's it's just mad. Um, lots of um, missing cables. That's a big thing, missing cables. Or like switch um, drops or two-way switching, that sort of stuff. Lighting, helmet lighting for the, um, you know, under-counter lighting. Lights. Yeah, there's a lot of them missing. And the thing is, what where they have, like, um, stud walls, so it's uh, like a metal, like a tin stud, isn't it? Yeah. And then it's got insulation right behind it, or it's been plied. Yeah. Out. Basically, Horrible you, have to, ah, you have to cut out a hole up on, on the ceiling, and then it's plasterboarded up. So you've got a, car, a hole in the ceiling on one side that's yeah. big enough to get your drill in to drill out a hole through. To fish it through. through. Well, so you have to go up in the ceiling, drill a hole through the plasterboard and through the um, the ply line. Yeah. And then you have to go on the other side, do the same. Then above the above the thing, you've got to drill another hole on each side so you can fish the cable up, out the hole in the ceiling, pull it through, Take it over there and then do the same back down to the other side. And then, and they're using JBs. You know, then round Hager brown. What, the old screw ones? The little round ones, and you have to sort of take them out and then you put a cable that way and I put a cable that way. And yeah. then on the other side, you've got to try. Mate, just get Wagos. Wagos and the chocolate. i using them, to be honest. It's mental. And they're like, oh, we got to get, we got to get this floor done today. So it's all right. It, what the way I see it is, it's great practice for what I'm going to be doing, fannying about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the more, you the more do... stuff you can pick up with fault finding now will make your life easier when you buy yourself with a tester on your own job. Trust me. So when, so say you go to a job, right, and they and they they've got a light, and they want four downlighters around the edge of it. Now, do you cut holes in their ceiling or do you go upstairs, take the carpet up and pull out the floorboards? Whatever they choose. If there's room, if there's a bedroom upstairs and it's just carpet, then yeah. But most of the time, you'll find if there's a kitchen, it's the bloody bathroom directly above you. Yep. So, so taking that up. No. <coughs> if, if it's tiled, obviously you can't. If it's lino, you can. It's always what the customer wants. And you just give them the choice of two ways and said, we can either cut loads of holes in your ceiling and we'll plug them back up, bit of filler, take a slot out the ceiling, make things a bit easier and get the plaster in, um, take the floor up. It's all down to the minimal cost mess or patching up to do. It's all down to them. Uh, make their, they make the decision with that and I just can give them the best option, really. See, taking the carpet up, it never goes back down how it come up, though, does it? Yeah and no. Uh, newer carpet, it's a lot easier. Older carpet where it's lost its stretch, it uh, you just say to them, like, if you want it down properly, 
if he doesn't go, you say get a kitchen, uh, kitchen fit, carpet fit to come around and kick it in properly. You can get the tools yourself and be in queue for like 30 quid. Um, but I've took that many up. They all, most of the time, go down 99% the same. It's just that one or two old ones where, or even new builds carpets, they bloody glue it down now. Do they? Yeah. Some of them don't even have gripper rods anymore. Um, but I've only come across that once. I don't know if the guy had just done it wrong or that was intentional. Um, but yeah, this it's just try and put it on the customer and just explain the three different scenarios of how much mess is going to be made afterwards and how much it's they're going to It's got to be better to get a, a carpet layer in than a plaster in. Oh, God, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's got to be the move, I think. Yeah, most of the time, the carpet will go back the same anyway. But what I would say, you never take a full carpet up. Always take it and leave it to a point. So we've taken up my office here. We'd leave this back wall still attached. So we'd fold everything back so you've got a point of reference to work back from. If you remove the entire carpet, it ain't going to go back the same. No. See, things like that, you just don't know. Like I've always mocked domestic sparks as being lesser beings. But it's a bit of an eye-opener. Like there is a lot more fanning about, and there's oh a, yeah, and and you do have to know more specific things rather than, um, like like commercial industrial is very difficult in terms of doing a good job, like doing a real nice neat job, and working out vault drops and stuff like that, which you don't really have to do to be honest. It's all on the drawing. You're told what to put in. Yeah, domestic. The biggest thing is just getting the cables in. Everything else should yeah. go after that. It's just getting that initial route where you want to move in bedside tables, putting on the bed, carpets up floorboards, and getting stuck you... in the room because the door won't open now. You pull the carpet up and the bed's in the way. You literally stood there like, oh, I'm so hot. <laughs> I can't do anything. Adam. But yeah. Stay of it. Look at the state. We're, we're, we'll do a short one today, which is annoying. Because really, you should be firing all cylinders. We've had a week off, nearly two. Sorry. People, this is what I have to deal with. Unreliable staff. <laughs> it's another one of the... Right. Um, listen, we're going to cut it short today. Nick's going to stay. Unacceptable behaviour, really. Um, but yeah, we're back next week. What's the topic next week? Don't know. Stay out of it. Not drinking. Not drinking at work. Right. Have a good one. See you later. Ciao, ciao.